0: Yeah, Well, I'm so excited that you decided to do this because talking about Dr. Pettit, he on his website has all these stories of hope. um, And I'll often, which I always will still think, refer to people. And for me, you know, coming from being a school psychologist and in terms of confidentiality, I so, if I ever, someone sent something, I'm like, can I share this? And can I share it anonymously? Because sometimes, especially if it's around intrusive thoughts, sometimes people are like, I don't. I'm very aware, but I realized, oh, I don't, I've had so many people that have had insights and and that share really hopeful stories because when I talk with clients, sometimes they feel so alone or they feel hopeless and they think, am I the exception? And so just last week after hearing another person kind of talk about their insights, I said, what if I just invited people? Would they be open to share and something that I could put on my website to inspire others to know when they're not alone. And mm-hmm. and because I think sometimes people think, well, if I've struggled for this long, or if I have these thoughts, or if I have these physical symptoms, I don't know if this can, not that it's something that works, but like, will this help me? Am I too far gone? Or I tried. And so I thought, well, let me just see if anybody would wanna have a conversation because also when I, um Nicola Bird was very helpful for me in the beginning, and I would love listening to her podcast. And she would talk to people that, you know, were really, really anxious and then weren't and, and, you know, and whether it was agoraphobia or panic, and I like, just, I loved it. And so I thought maybe that was my intention of this was to have people hear other voices than my own. And Mm -hmm. you're the first person that I get to talk to. So, yes, we can just officially start. And there's no, I don't really have a format besides whatever you, You felt like if you were open to, and you can tell me too, if there's anything you ever want to edit out. And I just thought it would just kind of be short. And even sometimes something that how I sometimes share and you don't have to is what would old me, what could old me really use to hear, you know, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to do that. You could share, um, whatever, whatever your experience of anxiety was and any insights you've had, and, and we can just have a conversation. So that's just kind of my intention.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I will start from the beginning and try to go fast. Okay, but like, <laughs> um, I like I've always been anxious for forever, or you know, like I've just been a little, I, a warrior, more observant. I feel like a, a heightened sense of observation or whatever. Um, and I. I'd say like the first time I really like, Oh gosh, I have a problem was when I was like 16. I think I, I mean, I've told you this story before, but um, I like worked at a summer camp and it was a religious summer camp. And I had the thought, I was reading my Bible and I was like, what if I have sex with Jesus? And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is the most blasphemous thought I could ever have. And um, so then that like spiraled me into just, anything and everything. I had all different kinds of like, themes or whatever. And um, I didn't, I always thought OCD was like, you have to have a compulsion, you lock the door five times, or you know, like checking and whatever. I didn't know that it could just be all mental, or what I had were like, I had no language, no language to like, under to understand what was going on. And all I had was religious parents who were like, uh, what if it's spiritual warfare or like, what if it's the devil? Like, like, you know, demons, the devil, like putting these thoughts in your head or whatever. And so I was like, well, if I don't have a belief system, then or if, if I let go of this, then it'll, maybe it'll go away. And it did. And I, I didn't like lose my faith because of OCD or whatever. It was a lot of other factors, but anyway, so that kind of like went away for a while. And then when I moved to Austin, Texas, um, when I was 21, I had, I started like having intrusive thoughts again. And I, so, and I thought I was going crazy. Like, um, And I went to a plant-based culinary school in Austin, which was cool, but um, nearly everybody there, like, had health anxiety or, like, an eating disorder, (laughs) and so, like, there was a lot of health anxiety going on there, and there was an instructor who, like, put a lot of, like, fear in my brain about, like, um, like, uh, like you need to do this blood panel, like your, your levels can be off. And like, I, like you have experienced your pale the, the paleo thing, like it was very that, but more like vegan vegetarian more, but paleo was on its way in at that time, because as I was graduating, we had a paleo instructor like coming in. So, um, <laughs> but so a lot of health anxiety, a lot of just like intrusive thoughts, whatever. Um, and so I went to see a therapist, then she was kind of helpful. Um, I finally like with enough Google searching, I've found like pure OCD. And so or pure O or whatever. And so I was like, Oh, I have this name to call it now. Like I have pure O. And so, um, you know, I never like did anything for it to go away. It just kind of went away. Um, in a minute, in a minute. Um, and I can't right now. Okay. I'm on the phone and, um, uh, 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 lost my train of thought. Sorry. And also if you need to do something, it's okay. You can come back. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> That's Lenny. That's my I, daughter. Three-year-old. I'm, I'm Lily. This is Lily. So my sister who lives in L.A., her name is Lily as oh, well. Yeah. Two Lilies. Um, two Lilies. So um, I had a name for it. That was helpful. I never did anything to, like, really let it go away. It just all kind of went away. And then... I mean, I still would say I was anxious, I had anxiety, but like intrusive thoughts, OCD, like it kind of just like fell away as I like moved on. And um and I realized like I'm not going to do these things that I think I'm gonna do. Like and getting more in my life, getting more present. I feel like if I look back now, I realize, oh, I was getting more present in my life. And that was what was allowing me to yeah. move on. Did finding the name Pure
0: OCD, uh, did it help it um, help you? It sounds like when you found that you were like, oh, kind of like, this isn't reality. Maybe here's this stuff. Like, I don't actually have to be worried about these thoughts or the thoughts I have about myself. And and even without like doing something, knowing, oh, that's what it is. It's not, um, there's not a real problem.
1: hmm yeah. Yeah. And then there was a, do you know the podcast radio lab? No. Um, It was, it is still a podcast, but there was a, a, an episode that was about Um, I don't know what they called it. It was so long ago. It was about like 10, 12 years ago at this point. Um, If they called it intrusive thoughts or called it OCD or something like that, but they were, t- they said, you are the people that struggle the most with these thoughts are the least likely to do them. And so hearing that, which a therapist never told me that, like I didn't find that in all my Google searching or whatever, but hearing that like put a little ease on me at that time, that was like, okay, yeah, this means I am a good person. (laughs) Like, um, So then I guess I'll fast forward to when I, um, probably in, probably when my son went to kindergarten, a a little before that, I started getting like waves of it coming back. It was 2020, like, or between like 2020, 2022 or whatever, I had three kids in three years, from 2017 to 2020. Um, so, and then my daughter was born in May of 2020. Oh wow! Oh, and I also had three C sections, and like, just my body was not recognizable to me, and like, I had just a lot going on, like figuring out life in with three kids and. So I, looking back, so looking back, I realize how awful I spoke to myself, how awfully I spoke to myself. And I just had constant mom guilt for everything all the time. Um, I thought I was like messing my kids up constantly. I had rage problems. I had, I was very irritable all the time, but I wasn't like speaking kindly to myself about it when I would rage or I'd get irritable. I would like beat myself up after it happened. What's wrong with me? Like, I am not cut out for this. I shouldn't be like, why did I do this? Um, a lot of resentment towards my husband because he just like, it seemed as though he just didn't get it. Um, and so when my son started kindergarten, which would have been two years ago, I would say is when it like came to a head, which when you talked about them being love letters, how those signals or love letters or whatever. I had the same reaction that you said you had where I was like, what are you talking about? Like that is, that's not what they are. But the more that I have moved through like peace from within and the three principles and everything, I'm like those that is, that is what those are. And every single time looking back to, um, 16 year old me 21 year old me it was the I was taking myself too seriously I was taking life too seriously I I was speaking to myself very negatively and I also had a lot of stressors going on at the time and um I I do really see them as like my my body, my brain, whatever, being like, Hey, <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't where you should be right now. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Dr. Peto say gone off glide path, you know, like how they have on some freeways, the bumps when you've gone off, you know, you're go, you're veering off the freeway, yeah. that, you know, they, they, they wake you up, you know, if yeah. someone was to fall asleep, you know, and the suffering, it wakes us up, you know, yeah. to a number of things that are, you know, what you, that you're, so I didn't mean to interrupt, I, but I oh, think it's interesting no. to think, because I felt that when I first heard, I thought I'm never, what, how is this horrible panic feeling and anxiety? And I had kind of gotten out of it, but I was new, but I thought,
1: I was like, ew, I'm not <laughs> yeah I mean like yeah I agree I was just kind of like how could that possibly be love or whatever but um I, I get it now the more you talk about the more I hear you talk about it the more I'm like yeah that's what it is and um so Roy started kindergarten I just was I'm like oh my gosh I've lost Like, I just was beating myself up for being so anxious while I had kids. I'm like, and now he's in kindergarten. And like, and I wasted all of these years of him being little because I was like irritable and angry and anxious. And so still talking to myself very poorly. And I had like a panic attack, which panic attacks weren't like my thing. Um, I did have them driving, but then I, you know, just would not drive or like find ways to get where I wanted to go other, other ways. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I had a panic attack where I literally felt like I was going to pass out, faint, like lightheaded, dizzy, like stomach, nausea, whatever. And I was home alone with my kids at the time. So I had to call my husband and that started like this whole, it was like me overcorrecting where I was just like, I don't want to panic. I don't want to faint. I don't want to panic. I don't want to faint. And so that's all I could think about. And so that's all that was happening. (laughs) And so Um, then it, yeah, I just went into a tailspin again with OCD all over again. And this time the physical symptoms were like worse than they'd ever been when I was, uh, 16 or 21 or whatever. And I was like, I just, I did not understand like what to do at this point. And so that's why, that's how I found, I've, found you i found shannon jackson i found drew linslada joshua fletcher like i was like anybody and everybody i could like and you i found you actually through shannon jackson's podcast talking about intrusive thoughts and so then i think i went on to your instagram and just the way that the three principles and everything what you were talking about and also you had so many reels of like very specific things that I also like struggled with like your meat cooking stuff like that is me 100% and I was just like who is this person like <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah I just thought I was just like I've never seen somebody who gets it that the like that. And so um anyway, um just uh and then the more I listened to like Dr. Pettit and like a lot of the people you like Dickon Bedinger, like I I could only be in for 30 minutes of his thing today, but everything he was saying, I was just like <laughs>
0: I'm gonna post it out right out very soon so you can watch the rest of it.
1: But yeah, tell me a little
0: bit or tell us what were the what resonated with you? What started to make a, a change in the you know, in your thoughts and the physical symptoms or um what what things you know, felt true for you, you know, and, and I guess we have what's your experience like now and and what um yeah. yeah.
1: Feel free to edit all of my ramblings. Oh my God, I love
0: it. I love it. It's all good. Nothing to edit.
1: <laughs> um, What changed for me is probably just being open to the three principles in the first place and then hearing like... My brain is freezing. Um I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, honestly. Like the um, okay. Well that's okay. You can even
0: say uh, what you know, what what do you know now that you didn't maybe a year or two ago?
1: Okay, yeah, sorry. Um I would say like when you are not present is when and when you're in your head is what is like creating the trouble when you're in your head and you're not in the present moment and so i have made a point to when i'm getting in my head a lot to focus on the present moment and just get present and it works and so i think you know it's just like trying these things and being open minded and then seeing how they actually work for you and Like um, the story I told you about when I was in Florida, I was like very anxious, anxious on and off here and there. And I felt, you know, I'm like so far from home. I'm so far from my kids. Like um, I feel trapped in Florida (laughs) or whatever. And I'm like, what if I like, what if I panic or I feel like I'm going to panic and then i'm like just do it like nothing bad's going to happen to you i think understanding that can it can't hurt you i guess i never it makes sense when you think about it but like when it's happening you're like this is it this is the time this is when i'm going to pass out this is when it's going to happen but it's just trying to wake you up into to get into the present And so I'll just say to myself, like, okay, panic. Like, that's fine. Do it. And then I don't panic. (laughs) It's not, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to feel like I'm going to panic. But, um, I, if, yeah. And I don't know if I, I wouldn't say that I make that a technique. Um, I don't like okay if I tell myself that I won't panic then I won't panic like it's not like that it's like um it's just accepting it and yeah like can't hurt me just yeah trying to get present into the present moment like um I felt panicky and I said let's go get ice cream and so we went and got ice cream and we shifted gears and yeah yeah to me, it
0: also sounds like you have an understanding because I think sometimes when people say acceptance and they're like, okay, I'm trying to accept it, but they don't understand it. And mm-hmm. I think when you, when we understand, oh, it really can't hurt me. This is my imagination. And every, and it feels really real. Um, cause also when you said, oh, let's go get ice cream. You're not doing it as like, oh, I'm going to distract myself. You just know, well, that might help. Or I'm wondering, you know, I guess, because I'm imagining my own self because sometimes, yeah, it feels like the kindest thing to do. Let me lose myself in a really good book. Let me just, let's go on a walk. Let's get ice cream. But if I ever did it as a, I got to stop feeling anxious, then it would stop working. But when yeah. I'm curious, if you could share what getting present means, because I think to you and also how do you, how do you do that? If you have kids on you, if you are a, a, a mom of three, because I think sometimes it can get sticky for people because they think get present and then they get in their head. <laughs> yeah. How do I get present? Um, but uh, I like when you just, say, oh God, you know, to me, just knowing I'm lost in my head and getting present doesn't have to look a certain way. But if you could talk about what that means for you, whether you're alone or with kids, um, if, that, yeah. if that's different.
1: yeah yeah um, Yeah, when I'm with my kids and this is still very much a work in progress, <laughs> I like I work from home, I'm in the house constantly. So I'm constantly like, I need to do this, I need to do that I need to do this. And so um, and so I feel like if I, I think a lot of times, the reason I start to get anxious is I'm like, Oh, I need to spend time with my kids or whatever, I need to show them attention. Like, I feel like I've been ignoring them all day. So if I get into that loop or whatever, then I just stop and I'm like, okay, go spend time with your kids then like, stop what you're doing, like, and go spend time with your kids. And so then I will, you know, watch a show with them or play a game with them or, you know, just take 30 minutes to be present with my kids. And so I think, um, yeah, I I think that has been cuz I do think a lot of the anxiety for me is me not being present with my kids and feeling like I have too much to do. I think that that's what makes me anxious when I am around the house, I would say. Um and then for myself <clears throat> getting present um I will just kind of do This is funny. So this is something I used to do when I and I didn't know what it was or anything. But like if I'd be anxious on a plane or in a car or something like that, I would get my makeup kit out and I would like put makeup on and it relaxed me and it calmed me. And I'm not trying to say like that was or I'm not trying to say like you guys should do that. Um, But I'm realizing that was me getting present with myself. And like, you know, doing something for myself that was actually helpful to like, you know, get my get out of my mind and into the present in a way. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I love that because the thing is, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing something, you know, it's when we understand, oh, there's nothing you know, when we understand how beautifully we're designed, that we can have this thought storm that can full of negative thoughts, you know, cause I think something that jumped out at me was your awareness of the judgment, that second layer, you know, you had your experience, which I so relate to, but, um, and one thing I'm curious too, but is about if, if you have less judgment, less negative thoughts, if you speak to yourself kinder, but before we go there, there's nothing wrong with doing something, but when we understand because people sometimes they think, well, so I just get present and I just sit there. I just have to like, and it's like, well, you know, you're welcome to do anything, but when we understand we don't have to do anything, but even on a plane, what might occur to you is I'm going to do makeup. And I've heard that from a few clients. When I say, when do you feel your best? Sometimes like when I'm doing my makeup, you know? Um, And so it's not about somebody now going and saying, okay, when I get anxious, I'm going to do my makeup. Cause if that didn't occur to you, right. You know, and you're doing it, I thinking something's wrong with anxiety or panic, but when you, it just occurs to you that that feels kind and like, cause I love reading. And so sometimes if I'm whatever, really lost in something and the book's not really doing it for me, I'm like, I gotta get a, or I want to get a really good book cause this book, my mind is still wandering, but I'm not doing it as a technique. It's just, I know that sometimes getting engaged in something can help me get off that train of thought.
1: Right. Yeah. And I would say, Um, yeah, it's just, if I'm stuck in my head and I want to get present, I don't think there's anything to like, that makes you get present, but it's just like, okay, let's just move on to something that I enjoy doing or, you know, like, okay, like, yeah, I don't know putting makeup on, um, looking up a recipe for some, like, just like move on, like just move on. I don't know. know. Yeah. Like go go take a shower. Like, I don't know, just like, go do something that I don't know if you're, if you can recognize it, like I'd say, just move on to something that you, that's been interesting to you or something. If that makes sense. What makes it possible for me?
0: And I don't know if it's, is that I know my thoughts are going to move. So I know my experience is going to move. And so then when we know that it's like, well, we're welcome to do anything. We can sit there, but we can sit there and stew. But why would we? It, you know, if we understand that we're just temporarily experiencing all this distorted thought, whether it's judgment or anxiety or low mood, but we know it's thought created and thought's going to move. And so it's like we don't have to take it so seriously, but we might as well. Sometimes it will always
1: shift. And you bring up something so important that I never thought of before is how our thoughts move and how I feel like a lot of maybe I'll just speak for myself but like a lot of my anxiety was like I'm gonna be like this forever I'm stuck like I'm gonna feel this way forever I'm gonna be depressed I'm gonna get so depressed and so anxious that all I can do is like want to kill myself or something like that you know like and I mean, I got to that point where I was just like, this feeling is so bad. Like, um, I mean, I wasn't, I was not suicidal. I would say I was fearful of becoming that way or whatever. Um, but then I don't know it. Yeah. I mean, the, the principles is just like, thought all thoughts move, nothing stays. It's always moving. And, that was so freeing for me, like to understand that and realize that this feeling will pass. There's it it can't stay. Yeah. And so I think that helpful with the whole panic thing where I'm like, okay, just panic. Like you'll be over soon, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I would yeah. say that's an insight for me that was very, very helpful.
0: Yes. I wrote down two things that Dickens said. I don't know if you were there on the call when he said, one, you have perfect well being. And when your mind quiets down, you'll see it. And also, he used this analogy of the clouds of, you know, clouds are a storm. He said, there's nothing wrong with clouds if you know the sun is there and the blue sky is your nature. And when we see it, you know, when he was talking to us, it was snowing, you know, and, but that we know the sun's there, you know. And so I think that. When I learned the principles, oh, that I'm not stuck, that my thought flows all on its own. There's nothing I need to do. I didn't know that. And so I do something, but then I'd get in the mix Mm -hmm. and I, you know, try to be like, stop snowing, you know, and I, and then I would get in the mix and I wouldn't just play with my kids or get ice cream. I'd be like, I can't even talk because I got to work, you know, I got to stop being anxious rather than understanding. So if anyone's new and this is the, we're, the principles are just how life works. Like you know, we all have thoughts, all kind of coming and going. But there's our well-being because we can't be stuck. Because well-being is our nature, a quiet mind. So sometimes we have a storm, and it's like, well, so it, it's it's just I I love that you are seeing these um, seeing the the simple truths, and it's and it's like it's you know it's possible on a plane with kids in Florida without your kids. You know, it's like oh, when we see there's nothing really special and there's, um, just to me having this beautiful, simple understanding of, of the nature of our
1: experience.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And yeah, just not, and yeah, to understand the simplicity of it. And also I liked, I only was in the first half an hour of his, um, of your guys' meeting, but like how he was just talking about how he would beat himself up so much for having anxiety. And I think that that's the, for me, that was something that I did a lot was like, why am I like this? Like, why am I, but to just, to just accept anxiety and know that it's just a normal, like it's, it's the clouds that are hiding the sun kind of thing. Like to understand that, I can still be anxious and still be well is something that I just never thought Mm. of for myself for the last half of my life. So Mm. to, to accept it and to allow myself that grace, which I just, I didn't, I thought something was so wrong with me. Like I want to fix this. I don't want to be anxious, but yeah. Yeah. When you allow yourself, to have that be a part of you and love that part too. <laughs> it goes away. I, I, I yeah, it's, it's so funny. Cause I don't ever
0: identify as an anxious person, but I definitely having an, experienced anxiety, I, you know, but before I was like, I'm an anxious person, but I think, cause I thought, Oh, like, I felt so ashamed. I felt so different. I felt so broken. I felt like there was nobody at all that I knew in my real life that was as anxious as me. And there was work to do and, you know, everything Dickens said. And now it's funny because sometimes people will make a comment, Oh, us anxious people. And I'm like, don't loop me in. Um, but uh, like, but I'm very much a human and sometimes anxiety is a temptation for me. Like, and it's like, but I don't see it as a problem. And so, as you said, so it goes. And so sometimes, sure. I might have a moments of anxiety in the morning and then I forget about
1: them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I man, it's just been so I mean, I'll say that I still get a little fearful sometimes of like, what if I go back to that place? What if I'm so bad again or whatever? But I feel like I get that way. And then I just let it pass (laughs) and then I just accept it and I'm like, I'll be fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say with that point, but um, I'll just, I mean, I guess I mean to say like, I still have intrusive thoughts and I still have like fears and, but I just, I think that just Moving on with your day, being present if you like as much as you can, and just um, and just knowing that your those anxious taps are love notes to get present is like it's just so helpful. Hi. So helpful. I don't know. I'm so I'm rambling. I'm I'm all over the place, but. Sure. <laughs> You're not rambling.
0: You know, I think it's funny because maybe like finds each other because anytime people say I'm rambling, I'm like, I'm right there with you. You know, (laughs) I'm following along. Um, I'm just so appreciative. And I feel like you said in a way, a perfect way to end it too. But if you had, you know, is there anything that you want to share with anybody, you know, even like a parting words or something that you wish you knew earlier or, you know, and that's why I said, I feel like you just said it. So everything that you've said is beautiful, but there is, is there anything that you feel like you haven't said or kind of what you wish people listening knew?
1: I wish that, I mean, it's so, it sounds so trite, but like you're not alone. There are so many people that, I mean, like everybody has intrusive thoughts like and I I didn't think that for the longest time I thought I was special like you've said before like we're not special like everybody has intrusive thoughts like um so many I mean if the more I've opened up about having anxiety because for the longest time I try to like hide in my anxiety and like make people think that I'm I don't have these problems. Like I hid my driving anxiety for years, um, but um, just the more I opened up with people, the more people were like, "Oh yeah, like I I struggle too." And um, I think I would suggest, or if that's not your thing, don't. But like, just to like be honest and be like be truthful with people and like not be ashamed of having anxieties and um and knowing that it's just a part of being human and I yeah I wish I would have realized that it wasn't such a special thing um (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we're all (laughs) we're all the main character in our own story we all think the world revolves around us but it doesn't (laughs)
0: I I know it's, you know, people often think I, I hear it probably every week, but, but I, am I the exception and, um, and you know, now I'm kind of losing exactly what they'll say, but like, they think these either are the worst thoughts or I'm the most anxious or I'm the worst far gone, or I've suffered this much. And I want to so validate it because when we don't share also no one has to share because you can, you get a lot just by listening. That's why I wanted to even start having these conversations, but I really thought, you know, and I think I thought something's really wrong with me. Nobody is this anxious or nobody has this exact experience. They might say, but they don't know what's mine, you know? And everybody mm. listening or watching is unique, but your anxiety is not, you know? And, yes. uh, and I love that anytime I've opened up and now I obviously I open up to so many people, but when I've done it, you know, in a small group or one-on-one with someone almost every time they're like, oh yeah, me too. And they start to share. This is, and it's like, we make up these stories that, um, and sure, they, you know, what, there are some people, like my ex-husband, when I sometimes, he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like yeah. there are some yeah. people that are like, yeah. <laughs> have no idea. So that's mm-hmm. okay, because not everybody has to get it. But there are so many people that do get it. And that, you know, when I love what you're talking about too, because when we just accept ourselves as full human beings, we're actually anxious for less time. It doesn't show up without much impact. And sometimes, you know, we're all on our journeys. Certain things can fall away completely, you know, um, but there's no rush. And sometimes you're like, well, I don't know where that went away. I stopped bothering me, but it's when we think, oh, and we keep checking for it or it's a big deal. And, um, it, 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 you know, I think when we do that too, Dickon, I'm so excited for you to watch the call because he, um, when we judge ourselves too, now it's like, we just, we're just having this resistance too, and we're in this more fearful state. And when we love ourselves, oh, also when we get really anxious, we think about ourselves so much. That's what I was going to say. I thought about myself all the time, but it made sense because it's like, well, if I'm really anxious, what if I lose my mind? And what if I do have blah, 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 blah. Understanding the principles, I thought about all human beings and I and I saw what's true for everybody. And that's true for me. So I started to think about myself less. Um, yeah. I didn't have to control my experience and it feels so much better. I don't think about me, but like, I don't think about me as much because there's not much fixing.
1: Yeah. 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 I it's, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I'll watch like TV shows and like, I don't know, like real housewives or something like that. And I'll just try to think of like, from the three principles standpoint. <laughs> if they only understood that, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I don't, I like, I'll see things in life. I, I see things in life now that I like, see from a three principles understanding. And I'm coming up short with like a good example at this moment, but like, um, like if they, if they realize this they wouldn't take this so seriously kind of thing like I don't know I love that
0: you know but I think that I'm seeing people when I watch Modern Family everybody's such characters and I'm like it gives me permission to be dramatic sometimes too and so it's like yeah if they understood it but um I think both ways it's it's, the principles are happening whether we know about them or not and sometimes it's like oh I wish they knew this but also sometimes it's fun to be a character or to watch stuff and just to let
1: I don't want the real housewives to like have enlightenment.
0: <laughs> no, there wouldn't be a show about them. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's, you know, that's a good
0: maybe place to end too, because sometimes people think, well, if I understand the principles, should I, I'll never be sad is, is then I'm okay. doing them right. I'm never going to be anxious. Um, I'm never going to get in a fight. I'm never where the principles are happening. And so, but when we understand our experience, you know it's more like oh sure we're happy we're present maybe a little anxious maybe a low mood you know um we understand it um sure we have a fight whatever we blah 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 um it's not like oh yeah now we're enlightened and we never get caught up and um it just makes it so it's not like we add on with resisting it or to me judging it or like stopping it um so it's not like this it's it's just kind of um yeah. Yeah. but we want to, we get to have our full life um, of sometimes being, I don't think we're as dramatic or (laughs) I love desperate housewives. Um, But, you know, I once heard that angels get jealous of humans because we get to have this human experience. Um, It is sometimes with heartbreak and anxiety, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but when we see it and we don't fear our experience, then we get to remember and get woken up and go for ice cream and
1: yeah yeah for sure um I think one more thing is that when we talked at the last call or whatever and I said I was like I'm so I can't get over the bridge on the way back or whatever and you're like if I got that anxious I would just pull over you know like if if it got that bad I would just pull over and like truly that thought didn't even occur to me, you know? And so I feel like something that's different about this way of trying to help your anxiety is so much more loving and gentle than, like, other ways where, like, you know, I'll just say, like, ERP or whatever would be, like, drive over that bridge, you know? Like, they don't want you to white-knuckle it either, but, like, it's – in my head, I was so, like – what's intellectualizing it or whatever, where I'm like, well, I got to drive over this bridge. If I don't drive over this bridge, like, and I think what I like about trying to come from just being a human with anxiety or who has anxiety sometimes or whatever, just being like, if you're feeling this bad, pull over, like, it's okay. You'll cross the bridge another time. And just like having more, gentleness with yourself. And just, that was a bad one. Try it again next time. Kind of thing. I don't know. That was one more thought I had.
0: <laughs> I love that you brought that up too. Cause also you, 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 what you might start to see is there's not a bad one, there's it's more neutral. You know, mm-hmm. I think I have, it's been almost six years for me being in the three principles conversation. And most of the time I drive with ease and enjoyment. And, and, you you know, and also as I continue to deepen my understanding, but if I had a time where I was feeling anxious for whatever reason, and it didn't feel good to me to drive on the freeway and drive, it would be like, whatever it wouldn't be, you know, I think so, um, because even like I had a bit of, I felt anxious while I was driving. Um, and I think I was coming down to something. My blood sugar had been really low and I waited for it to be a high and I was tired and it was dark and it was on. And I like you know, there was all these turns on the freeway and I got startled. Um, And I thought, I don't enjoy driving right now. Um, And I don't know, oh, I don't know. I said to my kids, you guys just have to be quiet for right now. And if (laughs) I had, and I had, you know, then my brain's like, oh, this is very much reminiscent of you six years ago. And it's like, whatever, it's that Mm -hmm. was the experience. Also, I still continue to drive on the freeway. Um, But if it had occurred to me, if it didn't feel good, Oh, you know what? I got off way earlier than our exit. I forgot. Um, cause I'd been driving, it was about a 45 minute or an hour and it was, it was fine, but also it was not that I need to go into the story, but we were leaving. And then my boyfriend was following me, which is fine, but it threw me off. And I was like, is he following me because he's worried about my blood sugar? And because I was looking back, I missed this one turn. And then I was like, why is he following me? Like he should know how to, whatever it's 2024 there's GPS. Like, but, um, and I just was like, I got in my head at all these freeways, and then, I then I think probably because I resisted my experience a little, even though it's funny, because even you know. But once I was, I was just driving, and I was like, I think I'm feeling sick, and blood sugar is annoying. Also, I did have fine blood sugar. I don't drive, I don't but you know what? Then it occurred to me, just get off. You know, I also I drove most of the way, but there was hmm. like four more exits, and I just was like, it just. I don't have to be on as much when I'm not on the freeway to me. Um, And I don't think I pulled off the freeway and I didn't pull off out of anxiety. I was just like, Oh, I'm close enough. I just, I just want to get off and I could feel myself relaxing. And, you know, maybe even five years ago, that would have felt like a fail because it would have been like, I was counting each time I crossed a bridge or drove on a freeway. And now 99%, Ninety nine percent. I I enjoy driving. I drive by myself three hours or with my kids and drive. And I just wasn't feeling it at that time, you know. Um, and I think to me, I'm, I'm so happy that that resonated because what happened? We don't have to make it a big deal. We don't have to think why is this time and I got to push it because it's about the whole journey, not the destination. And when we do that, we it does driving over the bridge doesn't become a big deal. We're driving on the freeway where before it was such a big deal. I had so much thinking about it. I mm. forgot about that whole thing until we like, I didn't even occur to, I could literally forgot about it that I got. <laughs> off the freeway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And today I drove over the bridge and I was like, I was like, and I was just driving. And I'm like, I just can't, I mean, not in a beating myself up way, but I was just like, I just can't believe that I was so scared of this of doing this for 10 years and like now I can now I don't know I'm just in such a better place now and it feels great and I'm so thankful for the three principles and I'm thankful for you and I like Sari Taylor too I I really I follow her on Instagram and I listen to your guys's podcast and Dr. Pettit and I mean it's just it's such a good community (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um, you're part of the community. I know. I'm so happy to be a part of the community. I'm happy. I, I,
0: Sari introduced me, you know, like, and, and I, it, yeah, it was just her kindness, her simplicity, you know, and, and then she introduced me to Dr. Pettit and he became my mentor and Dickon and, you know, and it's like, we just get to have a conversation mm-hmm. and that's, you know, I think that's also what I love is I felt with them. We're all just equals having a conversation, you know, um, all of
1: you don't are not shy about your humanity. None of you are like, I'm here. You're here. Like we're all, we're all here.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a distinction. Yeah. We're all students. You know, it's funny. I haven't driven over a bridge in a while. And so when you were sharing that, I thought, how would I feel? But I thought, well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. <laughs> Um, I'm sure who knows however I feel would be fine you know
1: yeah Yeah.
0: but I think I love what you said because we never know you know sometimes we think how am I going to feel at ease about driving with a bridge and and it's like well we don't have to know you know we don't have to know I'm going to do these exposures and this is how it's going to be sometimes we can't we are at a place that we could never imagine oh I, I could never imagine I'd have such ease or even maybe you know a week or two ago when you. You didn't drive over the bridge.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, One more thing. Sorry. No, Happened no. Or well over half an hour. But um, I was just thinking another thing that I feel like I've taken from listening to people uh, talk about the principles is that my mom just had a hysterectomy. Um, couple like at the after a couple days after Christmas and my sister was like texting me she's like I'm so nervous I'm doing all these things to like take my mind off of it and I didn't text her this because I'm like it's probably sound patronizing or whatever but I'm like worrying about mom surgery isn't going to make mom surgery go any differently like it's going to go how it goes and we'll handle it however we need to handle it when it happens. And I don't think that I would have had that peace of mind prior to this journey that I've been on. And I was like, well, look at me, I'm Zen. You're enlightened. <laughs> I'm enlightened. Yeah. But it felt so peaceful to be like, I don't have to worry about this because there's nothing like that I can do nothing me feeling bad about it or scared about it isn't going to change the outcome how this happens so I'll just be neutral (laughs) and just handle it however it needs to be handled yeah and she and it was all good and she's healthy so that's great.
0: Thank you for sharing that because, you know, we come sometimes into something because of whether it's intrusive thoughts or panic or driving anxiety. And we think, well, let, that's, I just want to drive with more ease or stop having intrusive thoughts. And what I love about being in this conversation is it it's about our whole life. It's about our whole experience where it doesn't just stop there, where that mm-hmm. changes where to me, you saw that worry was optional. Mhm. Life-changing, you know, cause I did this, whether I'm waiting for my own test results or something about my parents. Sure. It's like, it sometimes it would feel like I, oh, I could worry. Or I could just, I love You said stayed neutral. Cause you didn't say, I'm going to think positively about my mom's surgery. You're like, I can just be neutral and stay, you know, you didn't even say those words, but you were just present. And you're like, well, I'll just deal with it as it comes. And as you said, you saw that it turned out beautifully, which I'm so happy about and worrying, would have been a waste of time. You would have suffered exactly. unnecessarily, but not everybody knows that. And that's what's so exciting because sometimes I think if we do, also I'm not knocking ERP or other things, we wouldn't, we missed out on the lessons of life that go way beyond like anxiety, you know? And so what I love about this conversation is just the truth and how it applies to so much more than however, anxiety might show up.
1: Mm-hmm. It Yeah. It covers, it just covers all of it. Everything, just your life, <laughs> your journey. Yeah.
0: And then we get to be a, to, I think Rob cook is the one that said this and I'm taking it. I took it from him, like a human at peace with living life, you know? Um. And it's like, Wow. Yeah. And sometimes I experience worry and anxiety and, and sometimes I'm joyful and neutral and bored and excited and engaged. And, and that's what it's, you know, we get to be these humans.
1: And the lovable mess or whatever, who was the one that said lovable? mess?
0: Michael Neal, Michael Neal. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'll say I wrote this down. Um, 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 okay, the um, it was Deb Barron, the perfect cure for anything that ails you, knowing that you are perfect, perfectly imperfect. And it's like, yeah, we get to be perfectly imperfect. You know, the name of Sarah and I's podcast, these lovable messes, full human beings, just as we love our kids and we love our friends and we love the characters on Desperate Housewives. like, oh, I don't have to be this just calm person.
1: Yes, with no problems and yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been such a lovely, such a lovely conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Thanks for talking to me. Oh my God.
0: Thank you. Well, so great.
1: I, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you go. Well, if I'm in LA sometime visiting the other lily, I would love to like meet for coffee or something if it works out. Oh Just my want to throw that out there. I would love that. I would love that.
0: Yeah. Email me, message me, and we can exchange numbers too anytime. Um, yeah. The other Lily, I would love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Coffee or tea or hike or whatever, just lunch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know when I'll be out there, but it'll be one of these days. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I- I'm almost always here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it works out, it works out. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Bye, Jesse. Thank you so much. Bye.